you know, there's all these stories about, you know, guys over in Macedonia who are running these fake news sites. Number 24 is Content Farms in Macedonia. Vidite ako se napravi greška, tako ki bide kobna, nema vrakinja nazad. So, Europe need to to remain more sexy lady in the world. Ajde, majkata! Gospode, čuva Macedonija in izdinite gregi. The Prime Minister of Kosovo, Alban Kurti, comes to Macedonia and you never know it was Macedonia by looking at pictures on TV and social media. Not a single Macedonian flag in sight, but there was a flag with Greater Albania on it. Accusations have flown back and forth, and we'll see what happens next. In other developments, the U.S. Ambassador, Angela Aguilar, lies on TV during an interview about how, quote, the citizens of this country have a history of making difficult decisions for the good of the people of the country, unquote. That's a lie. The citizens said no to the name change. Her predecessor, Jess Bailey, together with the government of Ali Ahmeti and Zoran Zayev, and together with the U.S. State Department and the entire EU apparatus, all worked together to override the Lockean consent of the governed to change the name and identity. Sticking with the U.S. ambassador, she is now campaigning heavily for the government to change the constitution. One more time, wink wink, to give in to Bulgarian demands. We'll discuss all of this and more on this episode of the Macedonian Content Farmers Podcast. I'm Jason Miko, coming to you from the foot of the Catalina Mountains in Oro Valley, Arizona. And this is Tvitin Shalimanov in Skopje, Macedonia. Svetin, how are you? It's been over a month since we talked last. Well, you know, this is Europe. We have to take our vacations, then pre-vacation, <laughs> post-vacation. We need to go rest then you from have our vacation. Rest from your vacation, exactly, <laughs> yes. I was, I was actually, I know you were on the road. I was in Estonia and Latvia for a little bit, uh, and then doing a little bit of other, other travel here around the great state of Arizona. I was just in Macedonia. I never left Macedonia, but yeah, I did cross a bunch of borders. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, well, I hope you had an enjoyable time. So, um, yeah, it was nice with good, the good. heat wave. But let no, don't let me talk about heat waves to to a desert rat like you. Exactly. Yeah, I could get into it, but we'll we'll uh, we, this is the Macedonian content farmers podcast, not the Macedonian weather and Arizona weather content farmers podcast. So, um, anyway, yes. While we've been happily vacationing here there and everywhere uh life still goes on in macedonia and uh we've got uh i mean it's, it's life <laughs> i do i do yes right. so uh yeah there's there's the good and the bad but um anyway life goes on and so over the weekend and this is uh episode 159 i believe of the macedonian content Wars mm-hmm. podcast and we're recording this on monday august 14. But over the weekend, um, it was Alban Kurti, the um, Prime Minister of Kosovo, who came to Macedonia to, um, and he came to Tetovo, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, Thanks, basically, it was in, in, was in part of Oh, in Chire, sorry, in Chire, yeah. uh, Tetovo in Chire. Didn't meet with any Macedonian, ethnic Macedonian uh, politicians, uh, all with Ali Ahmeti and the other various parties, uh, flags of Albania, Greater Albania, things like that. Uh, then there was the, the renaming of a street uh, mm-hmm. after Adam Demachi, and we can talk a little bit about that in a minute. But anyway, he, there's, so there's been a lot of criticism of him for this. Um, kind of, when, did, when was the um, Osmani, the president of Kosovo in Macedonia? That was the spring, I believe. Uh, it was a few months ago, yeah. Yeah, I think it was she the spring. She also had like a summer. meeting with uh, 
all the Albanian mayors in Macedonia, very clearly hinting at the attempt to create a Serbian community of municipalities in Kosovo, have mm. all the majority Serbian municipalities put in kind of like a political entity. So she did the same to Macedonia. Right. Yeah. So we've got now, yeah, within, within the space of a few months, we've got two senior politicians from Kosovo coming over to mm. Macedonia, meeting exclusively with ethnic Albanians in Macedonia, not meeting with any of the state leadership um, flags of... Osmani met, the, had like a more official visit, but she did have this did very strong, very active uh, pan-Albanian element to the meeting as well, to the visit as well. Right, yeah. And, it's, and it's, this, is, this is deliberate, of course. This is not you know, an accident or anything like that. Yeah. Um, it sends bad signals all the way around. Um, and... You know, and then and there's absolute silence from, I mean, the the U.S. embassy and the EU embassy and mm. other uh, EU member states are always happy to, to to speak their mind when it comes to um, making Macedonians change their constitution or uh, saying something nasty about uh, Vomero and the right or criticizing the Macedonian Orthodox Church for standing up for the for what has been all of human history. Uh, until about five minutes ago, which is the marriages between a man and a woman. So yeah. they're they're all happy to talk about this when when one of those things happen. But when there's this this push, not push, uh, subtle hints at you know Greater Albania mm. or Kosovo, Medellin, and, and Macedonia. Well, not even that subtle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't say a bloody word. So um, yeah. their their silence their silence speaks for them, I think. So. Yeah, Kurti um, is just profiling himself as a nationalist. Uh, and uh, this was on the anniversary of the uh, Ohrid Treaty, his visit. Mm, mm -hmm. uh, it was also at the time when uh, this uh, faction from Dui created its own party. They all obviously timed the creation of the new party with the Ohrid Treaty. So there were the opposition leaders of the Albanians in Macedonia. So the uh, Besa Party, the newly formed uh, Democratic Initiative Party, which came, which became from uh, by breaking up Dui, breaking up sm a small portion of Dui, mm -hmm. and the uh, Alternative Party. So these were all uh, coalition partners of Zaev, coalition partners of Ahmeti, part of Ahmeti's party, but uh, they decided to go their separate ways because they see how lucrative being in power with is the SMS that you can ask for everything and anything and you can probably get it. Mm -hmm. So everybody's forming his own party. Don't, don't want to go through Ahmeti as an intermediary, but they want to run their own show. All the Albanian politicians are doing this. So um, there was a very active uh, political period in the Albanian camp. And uh, uh, Kurti was here to practically express his support for the opposition Albanian parties in Macedonia because he definitely considers Dewey, he considers ASDSM to be uh, very close to Edi Rama, the Prime Minister of Albania, mm -hmm. who is now in open fight with uh, Kurti, the Prime Minister of Kosovo. They are now openly arguing over who will be the leader of the Albanians in the region. Mm -hmm. And so the division is that uh, Edi Rama has the Western support, the Soros support, he has the U.S. diplomats supporting him, and because of this, he has Dewey and SDSM in Macedonia supporting him. 
while uh, Kurtis, uh, like a rebellious, like a counter-revolution uh, type of a person. And he is now getting the support in Macedonia of the opposition parties. That's a great, that's a very good explanation and a very good kind of quick dive into the various personalities and who's on whose side, etc. in the region. Um, and we know that it was recently that uh, Kurti uh, got spanked by the uh, Western powers um, in Kosovo. And of course, all the leftists on Twitter came to his defense, which I thought was yeah. interesting. Uh, but he's, he's, he's still there. Um, this is his second stint, I think, as prime minister. Right. Uh, he was once uh, under yeah. uh, Trump, right. if I'm not mistaken, and there was a push through Grenell to have mm -hmm. him fired. So even uh, even the you know hopelessly opposition, uh, uh, hopelessly non-establishment Trump administration was uh, <laughs> on the same page with the now deep state <laughs> Balkan hands, uh, both trying to remove uh, uh, Kurti from power. Mm -hmm. And you know this was a nationalist display. Uh, they had uh, this map, which, you know, Albanians will say technically does not mean a map of greater Albania. It's just a map of where ethnic Albanians live. But the fact mm. that you draw it out and you say, autochthonous, we are native to this land. Uh, even when um, this singer, what was her name? Uh, uh, the uh, famous du singer. Dui Lipa? Lipin. Uh, Dua Lipa, yeah. yeah. Dui. Yeah. Dui. <laughs> <laughs> Like we're really going too deep into Macedonian politics. It's affecting our brains. It is. Oh dear. Yeah. So when even when she does it, it's seen clearly as a threat, and let alone when an organized political movement does it. But this is like a typical Albanian event. Some of those opposition Albanian leaders today said, told Macedonians like. Do not imagine that when we are having a party, a celebration, that we will be singing your anthem, the Macedonian anthem. Well, that was all the alternative party that had a statement saying yeah, that we're never yeah, going to yeah. sing the Macedonian national anthem. So Yeah, it was today. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and we don't but, really want them to, honestly, and, uh, even though I have yeah. objections to the anthem as well. <laughs> but, yeah, 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 well, I mean, yeah, uh, this is... Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, this is something that normally would happen, but... Uh, the thing is that uh, there is a move from Mitskovsky, obviously, from Vemero to balance out the fact that uh, ASDSM is very likely going uh, to create, uh, already have a coalition with Dewey going to presidential elections together, to local elections. They brought on board another large Albanian party, which was supposed to be in the opposition, the Alliance of Albanians. And they're openly talking about creating a pre-election coalition for the general elections, which will be the first time such large parties like SDSM and Dewey are in a pre-election coalition, which could easily, you know, cost Vemero a very clear and likely victory in the next elections. So Vemero is trying to get on board with the Albanian opposition. Uh, at the moment, BESA, before that, they worked very hard on bringing uh, Taravari on board, uh, the Alliance mm. of Albanians, before they joined the government. Uh, so, Vilmer uh, is trying to get with the Albanian opposition, but as usual, the Albanian opposition is the more nationalist of the Albanian factions. The party in power tries to be more moderate, not to embarrass too much its coalition partner, even though we are not really trying that hard. <laughs> Do not care, care that much about 
how is, if is the SMR perceived as weak and feckless. Mm. Uh, but always the opposition is more nationalist. So now Vumaro has an issue that uh, well, they're trying to form a coalition with parties and these parties are throwing a nationalist a rager in uh, Tetovo and in Chair, where they renamed uh, a street named after a Macedonian partisan unit from the Second World War with the name of a non-objectional, like a moderate uh, Kosovo dissident intellectual writer who fought for, you know, who wrote about and called for Kosovo independence, mm-hmm. spent a lot of time in Serbian prisons, and is seen as the uh, like a political paternal figure to Albin Kurti. This is Adam Demaci. Right. Um, so Vumaru is, is now is this and is obviously in the most trouble because they are in power and they are allowing all this crap to happen in the country. People obviously associate uh, the power, the government, with not being able to, uh, you know, limit to uh, negotiate with whenever a different nation, different country is organizing uh, an event. You know, the government should be able to tell them, let's not make it so vulgar and aggressively nationalist in your face, uh, um, uh, like a rager. Uh, but is this is trying to respond by saying, well, look, but these people are trying to form a coalition. Wilmer is trying to form a coalition with these guys. They're Wilmer's coalition partners. Wilmer helps them electorally. So, um, but everybody is putting aside the, the fact that this happens and at the Dewey events as well. Not, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, if Kurti is a nationalist, uh, so do you on one hand, do you have this uh, Albanian nationalist street gang, uh, football fans called Schwerceri, the smugglers mm-hmm. in Skopje, who support uh, the Albanian teams from Skopje, which are doing exceptionally well under the Dewey uh, SDSM government, uh, who recently stabbed a Bulgarian fan when uh, uh, their team Shkupi was playing Levski from Sofia. So they practically had two cars of Bulgarians driving through Chair. They were probably like waving flags and honking. And a bunch of 20 Albanians descend on them and stabbed one of, one of the Bulgarians mm. just for driving through, through Chair on, the, on match day. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this gang is directly linked to, to the prime Minister, deputy prime minister uh, Artan Grubi. Uh, he's like the leader of the of this group. And then at the same time we have Edi Rama, who is now the moderate, the uh, decent, you know, uh, Albanian leader, who has a mural of Greater Albania in his office. Oh yes. Not just like a flag at a rally. Who had who made the. Uh, Tirana platform which brought SDSM into power so pro- did a lot more practical work on the ground to create greater Albania and to harm Macedonian interests than Kurti ever did. Um, but this guy, he's close with uh, uh, Soros, he's close with the US diplomats, he's close with SDSM. So <laughs> his uh, actions are being ignored while Kurti is being portrayed as the nationalist, it probably fits a lot of uh, public relation interests at the moment to make it look so. But it's 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 stupid. It's uh, mm-hmm. stupid to say that Kurti is the nationalist while <laughs> the other guys are are all right. Yes, yeah. Well, a couple of points on that. And that's a that's a good explanation there as well. Um, 
you mentioned the Tirana platform and Eddie Rama and um, the, the mural of Greater Albania. It's, yeah. it's worth reminding our listeners that that plat- so-called platform, the Tirana platform, was publicly released on January 7, which, of course, is Orthodox mm-hmm. Christmas. And I think that was a deliberate, yeah. deliberate move on their part, a kind of a thumb in the eye of Orthodox Christians. Um, a few days after the visit of John Brennan, the CIA director to Tirana. Oh, yes, he can't die soon enough, you can remember he? Him? He's yeah. still around, I know. It still pops yeah, up yeah. on the CNN. And still on CNN. <laughs> thoroughly, thoroughly nasty, despicable individual who, mm-hmm. it is worth reminding our listeners on that accord, um, he, uh, his first, when he was a younger, younger man, his first vote in the uh, in the presidential elections, I think it was mm. the late 60s, early 70s, was for the Communist Party of the United States of America, whoever the candidate was but at that time. But give them a chance. Give them <laughs> a chance, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, um, yes. So, you know, your point about the nationalists, in whether it's, you know, it's Kurti is seen as the nationalist, whereas Eddie Rahm and the others are seen as, you know, well, very decent, good guys. Yeah, they all are. And when it comes to Vumero and electoral politics in Macedonia, and maybe we can kind of move here, pivot to the elections, Bulgaria, the constitution, etc. Um, you know, Vomero obviously feels that it needs to have an Albanian party partner in, in government, and no matter who they court, to your point, that they're all nationalists in Macedonia, in terms of the ethnic Albanian minority parties, they're all nationalists. It's, it's always going to be that way, unless Macedonians can finally put aside some of their differences and work together for the good of Macedonia, which benefits all of Macedonia's citizens, no matter what their ethnicity is. You know, again, I, I make this point time and time again, that, at, at you know, say what you will about Sirasa and Vomero, no matter which side you're on, they at least have platforms, worldviews, ideologies. The Albanian parties in Macedonia have no, their only worldview ideology platform is anything that benefits ethnic Albanians is good, we don't, we don't have an economic platform. We don't have a social policy platform. Our foreign policy platform is oriented towards Alban- any Albanians in the region. They don't, have, they don't have a bloody thought in their heads. It's, it's all based on you know, state jobs for ethnic Albanians, number one, um, which is a s- stupid. You, you don't grow the economy or create wealth in that way. Uh, at least Sidasa has a, a platform based on a socialist left-of-center ideology. Vomero, of course, is a, a market uh, ideology, which is the better ideology, this being a conservative podcast. So, but anyway, uh, Vomero is going to, you know, feels that they have to, and maybe they do, but it, it, Macedonians have the keys to the kingdom in their hands. They just have to, Sidasa has to, you know, give up some of this, um, this uh, infatuation with, with power and always give caving in to the demands of others and, and get with the program. Hey, careful what you wish for there, because uh, we're, we're getting <laughs> to this point. So um, it's pretty clear by now that uh, there is a division in East DSM, the Kovacevsky wing. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, there is, it's not clear who also belongs to this wing, probably the pro-international, the, the ones who the party officials who stand more closely with the internationals, with the U.S., uh, maybe Shekerinsky and Cervinkovsky, they're talking about uh, forming a permanent coalition with the DUI, with uh, the Alliance of Albanians, maybe like a permanent left minority, mm. left Albanian coalition. The, 
uh, types of the coalitions you have in the US with the left and the blacks and the browns, or in the uh, UK with the left and the you know minorities, etc. But the Zayef wing is now pretty open uh, in uh, proposing exactly what you described, that Vermeer um, mm. and SDSM get together, that they support each other uh, after elections, they don't form a coalition, but whoever wins, uh, the other Macedonian party supports the winner, maybe gets some of the spoils, and helps the, the winner... Um, be able to form a coalition not with uh, Dewey or maybe maybe with a weaker Albanian party or even if it's Dewey at least like under Gruevski keep them under some kind of wraps don't give them the uh, you know the keys to the kingdom just uh, give them mm. a, a reasonable you know uh, if they're 25% of the population uh, give them 25 or, or if they're like 25% of parliament uh, give them 25% of the government that currently Albanians hold half of the government and the, right. and improving increasing number of high quality seats stronger seats uh, so it's even you could even argue that the albanian seats in uh, government are on average stronger than the macedonian ones uh, mm-hmm. so this is what zaf is proposing and uh, do we <laughs> i don't know do we forgive him do we forget everything he's done just because he's currently not in power in his own party and he's crapping on all his stated goals that he will, uh, uh, his concessions will usher in a new era of uh, brotherly relations between Macedonians and Albanians and uh, um, all that waving of uh, intertwined Macedonian and Albanian flags during the colored revolution, which all led to, you know, that bogus vote in 2016 when Albanians very curiously and strangely decided to vote for SDSM just to, uh, or were told by somebody to vote SDSM just to bring down Vumero. They never did vote SDSM again. They never did vote SDSM before. So, uh, yeah, this is what Zayef is proposing. He's trying to be the patriotic guy. Um, while he's getting in more and more trouble with his own party, uh, there was a um, possibly a, a move against one of his closest people now, a former healthcare minister, Vinko Filipča. They're inseparable. Oh. They're like dumb and dumber now. They're vacationing <laughs> together. Uh, you, you can see them. Funny, I saw that over the I yeah. saw that over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there, there were some pictures of you know Filipča driving Zayev through Greece, just like uh, in the movie. Or um, oh, how funny. So uh, there was a documentary in, uh, on IRL, which is a very left, very uh, Soros-style, SDSM-style news outlet, like an investigative mm-hmm. news outlet, uh, which uh, has been used uh, recently to extort money from uh, businessmen. They, they did a, a hit job on uh, Jean Mitrov, the cardiologist oh, who runs okay. this large... Right. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. public turned private clinic for um, uh, which was uh, providing uh, obviously uh, COVID assistance to people and they did like a report that uh, uh, Jean Mitrov was mistreating the, the patients and that many died and he was overcharging them blah 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 and uh, this is all coordinated with the prosecutors just after the 
Uh, this TV show runs, prosecutor is going to the hospital. Few months later, Mitrov sells the hospital, allegedly to Albanian businessman, and he will, he's still facing charges, but will probably be allowed to walk away once he sold his hospital to somebody, we assume, close to the people who were giving instructions to do this news uh, item, uh, mm -hmm. this investigative report. And yesterday there was another uh, about the dreadful hospital fire in uh, 21? Twen uh, yeah. yeah, 21, when we were yeah. on the day when we were celebrating the 30th anniversary of uh, right. our independence. Yes. On September 8th, when uh, I think 14 people died in the fire, and uh, mm -hmm. nobody was uh, seriously charged. There were minor penalties for the director of the hospital, and uh, all blame was laid on the faulty wire cable for electricity. But uh, the hospital was built under Filip Cho, the health healthcare minister, by Kocha uh, and Dusha, former uh, Zayev's former. Uh, Deputy Prime Minister for Economy, who has a construction company for prefab uh, structures. Uh, and Philip Cho was allegedly giving the order to build the, the hospital using... Uh, he did not demand non-flammable materials to be used. And then Yusuf was mm. happy to oblige and build it under these specifications. So if uh, this investigative report turns into something more uh, in, turns into a prosecution for Filipce, then we can see that uh, the government would make its first serious move to attack Zaev and uh, defeat this idea that uh, Zaev makes a grand deal with Vomero, that, uh, which would put the Albanians back in their place. Uh, and I'm sure the US would be happy to see this happen because the US made this huge deal, highway deal with Dewey not with SDSM, mm -hmm. but with Dewey, and, uh, <laughs> you know, the, why would they renegotiate a perfectly done uh, deal, which will end up having all the diplomats in the embassy and, and, and the doorman and the security people buy a house in Bethesda once it's all finished, so... Yes, well, I mean, let's remember that this current government came out of the colorful revolution, so-called, mm. and it's always worth repeating that the revolution always devours yeah. its own. So Zayev, you know, thought that that uh, once he was in power, he would, uh, you know, force the name and identity change and go on to greater and greater things. Uh, Nikola yeah. Dimitrov thought the same thing, and of course, you know, they're both out of power now. Um, everybody's out, you know, of power from from that, yeah. except for <laughs> except for <laughs> Ali Akhmeti, yeah. yes, who. Going, going back to what I said earlier about their ideology and worldview and, and, and whatnot, I, I have to make a correction to what I said. Ali Ahmeti, at least, is a committed Marxist-Leninist, Stalinist. Mm. Um, that's what he studied uh, at university uh, and combined with his, his, um, um, his psychotic disorders, mental disorders, uh, has proven that you know, the whole ideology around Leninism, Marxism, Stalinism is to stay in power mm. and use brutal means to stay in power. Yeah. And that is exactly what he's done. He is the only chairman that Dewey has ever known. And he's been there for 21 years now, I think. So, mm. yeah, 2001 was the end of the war. 2002 was the formation of Dewey, I believe. Um, he's, you know, it's, it's like um, Mahmoud Abbas in, uh, uh, in uh, yeah. Palestine, so-called. Uh, you know, he's, he's been there forever. There's, 
and, and, and that's what Marxism, Leninism, Stalinism is all about. It's about Ooh. getting power and hanging on to power and then doling out, you know, your, your, um, to, to those who, your favorites. So, um, speaking of power and, and all this, we got elections. When, but, so we got parliamentary elections theoretically would be in a normal year would be when normal schedule would be this time next year, roughly. Uh, is that correct? yeah, yeah. One, one is in April, I think the presidential. Yeah. And then the general mm-hmm. should be uh, in the summer. And is the talk is, of combining. Is the SM is fighting to split them because they count that they may oh. win uh, uh, the uh, presidential with Albanian votes and that this would give them right. a push for the general. Vemera wants them all unified together. Uh, it's still not mm-hmm. clear who would run in, in which capacity. So Oliver Spasovsky is pushing for the presidential, Shekerinska might be in the wings, Pendarovsky obviously mm. wants a second term. Well, you know, if this uh, rapprochement between Mitskovsky and uh, Zaev continues, Vemera might, I don't know, even let uh, Zaev, you know, maybe help Zaev in some way um, be the nominee or maybe even let him win if he man- manages to muscle in on the nomination. So let him win the presidency while he helps them break is the SM up and uh, win uh, the general. So uh, mm. there's a lot of uh, <laughs> craziness around. Yeah, and and plenty of time to discuss it. But before we get there, we need to talk about what's going to happen this week and what uh, U.S. Ambassador Angie Aguilar has been pushing for along with mm. David Greer, the EU ambassador, etc. And that is the so-called the constitutional changes that Bulgaria demands in the EU and the U.S. and NATO and uh, mm everybody else supports um so this friday let's see today's monday the 14th friday the 18th is when the parliament opens up discussion um now the amendments have already been written correct uh yeah it's just like uh, they, they only submitted yeah. like a typical technical like a yeah. minor change where, where we have the serbs the turks the albanians everybody mentioned in the constitution it's just like coma and you add the bulgarians Croats, slovenes Montenegrans, Egyptians. What about my people? My uh, people. Hungarians. Hungarians. <laughs> are we, we going to be in there? Okay. Okay. The Shekeli are all Hungarians. <laughs> the Transylvanians, those are also my people. Ariz- so, Arizonians, uh, too. We have the, the exactly. flag looks so, the, yeah. like the one of Arizona. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> anyway. So, that's that's supposed to happen. Uh, Angie was on the, one of the TV stations mm. this weekend, I think, giving an interview and in which, as I mentioned in the monologue, of course, she lied, you know. Uh, yeah. Old twist, uh, old joke, new twist. How do you know that Angie, uh, the U.S. ambassador, is lying? Yeah. Her lips are moving. <laughs> but I'm bumped. Okay. Yeah, she so said, uh, you know, the citizens of this country have a history of making difficult decisions for the good of the country. Well, the citizens made a decision in 2018, and that was to not back the... the, uh, the uh, referendum. Yeah. They boycotted it. It failed, and yet... The government, together with the U.S. ambassador Jess Bailey and the EU and NATO, etc., pushed it through anyway with yeah. their Johannes Balkan tactics on tactics. Um, Johannes Balkan tactics on that's yeah. it. Um, <laughs> so uh, now they're doing it again, and yeah. they're gonna we're gonna see if they use the same uh, tactics to uh, to get this through. What's the current? If you're counting votes, uh... what's the current? Uh, so they lost. Uh, they lost uh, uh, Pavel Trajanov from their count. They lost uh, the Turkish uh, member of SDSM of Parliament, uh, Turkish Party, 
uh, he said he's not voting in favor because the, the amendments actually, there is a commission in the parliament which decides which uh, laws will be voted on with this double majority, which includes the minority, and this includes Serbs, Turks, uh, this committee, and uh, uh, now to accommodate the other minorities, so the Turkish representation is reduced uh, uh, to make room for the Bulgarians, the Croats, the Montenegrins. So he said he's not voting. So SDSM lost mm. two votes. One of the Albanian members of parliament, uh, I think from BESA, he said he's not voting on nationalist grounds. He wants uh, uh, Macedonia made fully bilingual uh, country that the Albanian is made fully official language. So they're losing votes. These, these are weak losses. I mean, the Albanian, the Turk will probably team up with the government uh, in the end, but uh, they still would need like uh, eight, I think at least eight Vemera people to, need to be bribed, blackmailed or something. Arrested. Yeah, and Vemera has been making a lot of proposals. They said like, uh, uh, they offered to form a new coalition, which would try to renegotiate the deal after Zav's masterful negotiations the last time, accepting everything Bulgaria wants from the outset. Vemura um, said, let's have this without Dewey. So there was a lot of uh, uh, maneuvering. Dewey announced their resignations from the government. They say, OK, we, we met the Vemura demand, but we're only resigning if Vemura votes for the amendments as they are immediately. Mm -hmm. which is right. obviously very contrary to what Vemera asked for. Um, so is the SM and Dewey trying to make, pretend like they accepted the Vemera demands without accepting the key demands, the, the key fact that Vemera rejects the amendment. They just say, okay, we right. accept everything, you just vote for the amendment. And uh, Vemera said from the start, we're not voting for this. Uh, so uh, Wimmer also said, okay, let's have a gesture of goodwill from Bulgaria. Let's have them recognize one of the groups, uh, or, or several of the groups maybe, of Macedonians in uh, southwestern Bulgaria, in Pirin, Macedonia, who are you know, Bulgarian citizens applying for recognition of a cultural organization, which is uh, statedly Macedonian, just like you know, Bulgarian, Macedonian citizens who are Bulgarians, are creating clubs in Macedonia and, you know, set up their clubs, etc. Um, so our government is now shutting down the Bulgarian clubs because they use names which we find offensive, like Vancho Mikhailov, uh, because of uh, collaboration with the Nazis in World War II. And there is very little chance that Bulgaria would accept something like this, that the Bulgarians would recognize have their courts recognize one of our clubs. Uh, but Mitskovsky is asking for this. Just like give us some gesture of goodwill so we may be, be, may be able to vote on this. Hopefully after the elections, after we win the elections, give us a gesture and uh, you have a new government, you have a European member of European Commission as foreign minister, she's not supposed to be nationalist, you have a, a member of the, this liberal U.S. style colorful new parties like PP and Dub, um, uh, the modern new hip guys. Uh, one of one of them is like a prime minister, so he's not supposed to be nationalist. So give us something. 
and Aguilera was out on, in this interview, you saw it, uh, and she was mocking yes. Mitskovsky. And the oh. journalist asked her, okay, Mitskovsky asked for this, is it too much? You know, could you ask the Bulgarians to do it? Shouldn't the Bulgarians do it anyway? And she says, well, I'll, I'll let the professor explain this. Professor yeah. Mitskovsky explain how he thinks this could happen. So she's, yeah, she was very openly pushing Vemero uh, to accept the, you know, just vote for this no, and get nothing out of it. Yeah. I mean, she's, I, yeah, I went on, I went on Twitter after that because it made mm. me mad. And uh, yeah. I'm still going to call it Twitter, by the way, and not X. Mm -hmm. um, and we call so, Macedonia, and, Macedonia, yeah. not North Macedonia. We never course. use the N-word. <laughs> yeah. We don't use the N-word there or here. Or the um, X-word. <laughs> or the X-word, right. Yeah, uh, yeah she, she's, a, she's a condescending narcissist is yeah. what the U.S. ambassador is. But all U.S. ambassadors are condescending mm. narcissists. That's how they get to their position in the first place. It's actually a requirement. It's on the it's on this list of checklists that you know U.S. ambassadors go through uh, before they're appointed as I U.S. ambassador. So, yeah. Are you a condescending narcissist? Yes, check. All right, you're that much closer to becoming yeah. a U.S. ambassador. It looks so, like it. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of uh, anyway. Yeah, so she's she's actively pushing for this. Uh, David Gear is it Gear or Greer? I always get it mixed up. Gear, so. I guess. Yeah, the guy with the the beard requirement and the for dog. the EU ambassador is uh, be a homosexual Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> we are on our second, and and you know, uh, I, I think it's been decades since we had a non-openly gay, uh, maybe we just closeted uh, gay EU ambassador would be a, would be a change for us at this point. Well, you know, you know, the next the next uh, the next EU ambassador will be trans. So they have to step up their game. Yeah, you're right. You know, they should the, be careful sending, what sending they gay ask ambassadors <laughs> to represent the EU. Is... Yeah. Now it's the norm. Now they have to try something. Well, at, at, at least it's not. At, at, at least it's not as bad as Hungary and the State Department. Because oh my the God. State Department yeah. makes sure to send a Hungary, not just a gay ambassador, but a gay ambassador with a we, husband. Yeah. And uh, a ma I mean, and a, a, a male children. ambassador with a husband and children and children. Poor those poor poor kids. Yeah. Poor kids. Uh, Just they're, they're like props for normal. the for the embassy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That's it's that's what it's all about. For their that's political career. Uh, anyway. I mean, th yeah, that's the. Hopefully, nothing yeah, worse. Yeah, for their political career. Yeah. yeah. Yes, indeed. So anyway, so um, that's the. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be monitoring that. I mean, they knew this is gonna uh, happen. They were not so stupid. They knew Vembera will not vote for this. They went, I mean, yeah. the Americans and the, the State Department and the government, they knew after all that happened in Prispa. And uh, by now, I think it's pretty clear that they, the way they were handling these negotiations between Mitskovsky and Kovachevsky, it's clear that all they want is for Vumero to vote in some way, to be pressured enough by the internationals or blackmailed to, to vote for this. They deliberately mm -hmm. chose like a condition that... Uh, uh, would would repeat uh, the disaster of the Prespa vote in Parliament, uh, just so that afterwards they would be able to say, look, all these parties are the same. They talk a big talk, but uh, look, they are uh, all going to make the same concessions. So yeah, I, I think it's pretty clear that this is all deliberate. We're deliberately heading toward uh, another Prespa outcome. Oh, definitely, yeah, and and it's you know. I'll, I'll give I'll give um, the other side because there are only two sides in life. The mm. other side a little bit of 
political credit because they frame this as quote unquote European orientation is yeah. the way they push it. You know, you know, who who's not it's it's kinda like, you know, the, the Clean Air Act, the Clean Water Act. Yeah, yeah. Who's not for clean air? Who's not for clean water? Yeah. Um they they know that, that the majority of Macedonians actually do want to join the European Union mm. as sclerotic and decaying as it is. Uh but so they they frame it in that and uh, you know, who's not for, you know, being a member of the Euro- European Union? Well Vomero has clearly said, I think the Macedonians have clearly said, yeah, we want to be a part of the European Union, but not at the price of our mm. name, our identity, our dignity, our culture, our history, our language, you know, all the things that make life worth living. Yeah. Um, so, anyway. There's uh, going to be some grand gesture, I'm sure. Somebody will be put on a blacklist. Maybe Zaev, maybe somebody from uh, Vimera again, maybe somebody from Dewey, like, to make a gesture to... Vimera. And then there might be an, some major concession from the U.S. I heard, it's like a very weak rumor that maybe some kind of a visa liberalization with the U.S. might happen, or maybe the mm. U.K., something like what the, the uh, Bush administration did to get us not to vote on the uh, border, municipal border law. Uh, when, oh, uh, right, 2004. When, yeah, when Struga and Kitschewa were made majority Albanian artificially. So right. we were uh, told, uh, we had uh, the Bush recognized us under the name Republic of Macedonia. And then only a few months mm-hmm. later we realized it's all a hoax. He was, he, the U.S. is still pressuring Macedonia to change its name. It's not taking our side against Greece as we were led to believe at the time, but... Uh, the moment passed and uh, we voted, you know, not enough people voted against this border withdrawing. So we lost two cities to the Albanians, thinking we've, uh, we've won uh, the name dispute with Greece. And then we lost the name dispute with Greece. <laughs> right. They might well, do something crazy like that now. Yeah. Or, well, they, may, we'll or they may not b- bother because there is not enough. Uh, why would they? Because the government is so... Yeah obedient and the opposition does what it can uh, but, uh, but yeah. probably you know they don't the us maybe doesn't care that much about the eu anyway what's the worst that can happen after let's say we uh, do not amend the constitution albania begins accession talks with uh, the eu we don't albanians are saying that this might make them more restless than usual like more aggressive <laughs> Uh, we move towards some kind of soft partition after this, but, uh, you know, Kosovo is heading for a partition anyway, so it might be like uh, what uh, the State Department has in store for us anyway, because if Kosovo gets partitioned, yeah. it's not like we can I, survive much longer. Yeah, I'm not, so, I'm not so sure about that, for the simple reason that Macedonia is a NATO member country, if yeah. it were to be partitioned in any way, shape, or form, that sends a signal to uh, the U.S. major adversaries, China and Russia, mm. uh, which would then take advantage of it in yeah. whatever way they can. So I'm, I'm not entirely sure of that. I mean, no, I, I, I think going... Like federal units, like, like the yeah. U.K. will have like uh, Wales or Scotland in the Albanian parts, and yeah. the, their own parliament, they're kind of like prime minister, their own... Maybe currency. They already have the flag, an anthem now. I mean, you, yeah. can, you can increase. That's true. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The UK is a member of 
founding member of NATO, yeah. I believe. Canada uh, so. has provinces, the U.S. has states. Uh, yeah. A lot of NATO members have, like, different forms of federalism in them. True, yeah. Well, you know, it. no matter what, any advancement towards that does not end well. Um, it's not going to end well in, in the countries that you've just mentioned either. So we, yeah. It, yeah. Just, it, it takes a long time. Well, it's... <laughs> I'm reminded, what's the Hemingway? I think it was Hemingway, or it was F. Scott Fitzgerald. I think it was Hemingway. Um, how did you go bankrupt? Uh, <laughs> Gradually, and then yeah. suddenly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how, did you fall, how did you fall apart as a country? Gradually, and yeah, then yeah. suddenly. <laughs> so, um, but let's not end it on a, mor- on a morose note like that. Instead of Hemingway, let's quote T.S. Eliot, who uh-huh. reminded us that there are no permanent victories and no permanent losses. So it is always a fight, um, one way or the other. And, you, you know, sometimes we win, sometimes we lose, but you're, you're constantly fighting for uh, what is right, what is true, what is just. And mm. that's the same here in the United States. That's the same in Macedonia. And despite all of the things we've just talked about these past 45 minutes or so, uh, the fight doesn't end. And it requires eternal vigilance. Uh, and so those who love Macedonia and those who want to see Macedonia and Macedonians succeed have to be vigilant and have to keep up the good fight. Here, here. All right. That's a good way to end then. It's, we are not ending on a note of crushing morosity or we are ending yeah. on a hopeful note. On an yes. endless war. <laughs> <laughs> That's the history of mankind. Our, our watch so. will never be ended. <laughs> Yeah, uh, endless war. That's the history of mankind. Yeah, so that's yeah. another that, that's, that's another subject for another podcast. That's the best we can oh. offer at the moment. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do this. Let's let's reconvene in uh, two weeks or so and see where we is, see where we are. Yeah, uh, we might have a lot the, of movement uh, by then. Yeah, uh, with the constitutional amendments and the the whatever the U.S. is trying yeah. to force on Macedonia again. So yeah, things right. will be happening. Yep. All right. Good talking to you, Sven. Okay, buddy. Take care. You too. Take care.